broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, world-class city. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Buy Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the icetimehockeysw.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in hockey fans, club hockey fans, ACHA hockey fans, Western Collegiate Hockey League hockey fans. This is indeed Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host as always, Stephen Marsh from that beautiful, vibrant city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you? Doing well, doing well. It's... Another week we're here. Last week, of course, we were together in person. Now, of course, we're separate again in our respective locations. But uh, but we're still in the Summer Skate Studios. That's Let's not right. get that wrong. <laughs> that's right, which is great because we can be anywhere and even in two separate places, and we can be, still be in the Summer Skate Studios. So that is did wonderful. I, did I tell you, Stephen, that it is officially September now, and we are in the middle of sizzling September Summer Skates trivia giveaway and, and sizzling sizzling is appropriate because it was i think <laughs> right another now. 108 degree day here uh, in las vegas so sizzling it is for sure uh, sizzling we, september we were right there with you today my friend and uh hockey is right around the corner uh tonight i tried to reach out to some some people in colorado and all over for for guest appearances, but guess what, Stephen? They're all on the ice. They're too busy. Because, uh, That's what it is. They're too busy, Scott. They're too, they have a season to prepare for. Exactly. They don't have time for us. They don't have time for us. They have time. <laughs> there's training camps going on. There's scrimmages going on. There's games later this month. There's just so much going on that they can't join us, but that's okay. Me, we'll get them on when we get them on. Let me tell you this. There are games this weekend. <laughs> Colorado is going to play Metro this weekend. Uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, so they're already starting, uh, and a lot of the teams have picked captains. And I thought, you know what, this might be a really good time just to kind of go through and and tell the listeners what we know about each of our ten teams in the uh, in the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League. 
We also have a little announcement that came out from uh, the ACHA where they released the official dates and logo for the 2022 National Championship. I know you always look forward to that, to see the <laughs> logo, to see what it's going to look like, what's going to be plastered on our side and their side, and how it's gonna, how it's all going to look. And it looks awesome. Oh, it does, yes. Uh, uh, and also to let you know and let our listeners know that if you didn't listen to uh, Sunday night's show, you need to go back and listen to uh, College Hockey Southwest Live because we had the reigning ACHA D1 National Champion, head, or, um, ACHA D1 coach of the year in Rick Zombo, the head coach at Lindenwood on, on Sunday night. And uh, of course their program getting ready to make the move to NCAA. And he was excited to come on and talk about those five games that they'll play uh, exhibition games against NCAA teams. And uh, he was excited to talk about their opening night, September 24th versus Missouri state. So uh, I started throwing together all my stuff and I thought, Okay, I got to make a trip up to Minnesota, so we're going to leave uh, hopefully on Monday. You always got to uh, go to Minnesota, don't you, Scott? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to see the grandson because he's uh, he's getting bigger every day. So that who knows uh, when you're and once hockey season starts, who knows when you're going to have time, right? Right. So uh, Grandpa's got to get up there and get that done. As we uh, make the rounds through there, uh, I will be coming back down and spending about a week, uh, not this coming week, but the week after. Uh, talking to our folks in Oklahoma, at Central Oklahoma, at Missouri State. And then I'm going to save uh, Friday night the 24th and get over and see uh, Missouri State and Lindenwood and that beautiful facility at Lindenwood. So uh, uh, lots of stuff happening. After that, it'll be a week uh, in Vegas and Utah and ended up in uh, Colorado. And then I'm going to spend a week in Colorado uh, talking with our friends up there and trying to get some uh, new partners on board and all that good stuff. So it's starting. It's officially starting for me um, Monday. Uh, you know, I, I told you officially the game started with the Shea McAlonis, um the benefit game. I, I thought that's when it really kicked off, but now is when it cranks up big time, and we're looking forward to it. No, I. it's going to be really great, and as we've said, and I don't have to repeat myself, but I will, is that – after what we've gone through the last year and a half, and let's not care ourselves, COVID is still out there, and we hope everybody can, can continue to do what they need to do to be safe and and uh, as we get ready to navigate this season. And we hope there'll be as few disruptions as possible. Uh, but, wow, what we're almost here. You know, when we started this show, Scott, when you started this, this show and you asked me to be part of this, I said, great. And we haven't really had a whole lot of lot of hockey actually to talk about we've talked a lot about hockey and we've done a lot of stuff we haven't had any year. game action well game action is what i'm referring to yes except for missouri State, who played some games last year but we weren't really as closely with them yet now we are because we're doing the whole wchl so here we go but this is going to be great and i'm just i'm just hoping and i'm it's i i will believe it when i when i see it that we will be there and we will get there and you're right the games start colorado gets a couple games in we got some more teams later this month. October is when a lot of the teams get going. So we're ready for it. Absolutely. And uh, before we start in, and what we're going to do, folks, if you're listening in, we are going to uh, do a couple of things. First of all, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the ACHA, their national championship dates, how many teams are going to have this year. They're getting, quote, unquote, back to normal. It's going to include a total number of 78 teams, which will play a total of 113 games in five different divisions. 
all in the uh, great city of St. Louis, Missouri, and the Ascentine Center. So um, actually, it's just right outside of Chesterfield, Missouri, where uh, Maryville is too. And I think Maryville is going to hold some of the uh, overflow games. And we'll get into that in just a minute. Then what we're going to do is we're going to break down our WCHL coverage by East and West. We'll start. We'll talk about the teams in the East. Then we'll talk about teams in the West. And hopefully we'll have time to get it all in. I know Stephen was worried that we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Trust me, my friend, we will have plenty to talk about. <laughs> so uh, that's how we're going to break it down for tonight. Between the East and the West, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back from break, I'll tell you right now, uh, my partner, Stephen Marsh, has come up with a great, great trivia question, which can get you a chance to win a pair of uh, summer skate sandals and a summer skate koozie with our brand new College Hockey Southwest Live logo on them. Um, all you need to do is listen. When you hear the uh, question and you know the answer, you type the answer into the chat bar on the uh, Podbean app. And once we find the, the answers, the uh, correct answer, we will uh, award the prize. So keep tuned in for that. I'm going to say it's about 30, 35 minutes away, but um, that's what's coming up tonight. So, Stephen, uh, the new logo is out. You already told me how much I love the logo. I do love it. It's fantastic for, for St. Louis. Um, I can tell you that Coach uh, Rick Zombo, the host school at Lindenwood, is uh, thrilled uh, that they're going to be hosting it. And I can tell you he is more driven this year than probably ever before because he wants to win a national championship at the ACHA D1 level before they move on to NCAA, a la Greg Powers and what he did at Arizona State. So um, take it away for us. Tell us uh, when the when the games are and what divisions are going on and all that good stuff. As you talked about, the 2022 national championships is going to be in St. Louis, Missouri, and people can go on to the website, of the ACHA and there's the, the logo is there and maybe we'll share it on our social media as well, but it's, uh, it's got the, the dates March 10th through the 20th of 2022 national championships, got St. Louis, uh, Missouri at the bottom. And then it, it's got the, uh, arch at the top and some sticks sticking out on the side. So that's, that's my uh, description of the, what the logo looks like. So very cool. It has of course the mixing of St. Louis in there, which of course is hosting this with, um, you know, the, the St. Louis, general area as you said lindenwood's the host school maryville will get some games in the overflow so it's gonna be great and, and the centene community ice center is the official location centene community ice center which is also the practice facility of the st louis blues and opened in september of 2019 yeah very new very new facility and as we mentioned it's going to be also some overflow games and practices at maryville university hockey center and nearby Chesterfield, Missouri, which is where the Division One tournament was last year in the, in the uh, COVID season. And uh, this year, 20 teams are going to compete, which is normal. As you said, it's a normal tournament field. 20 teams will com compete in the Division One level. 16 men's Division Three teams will compete uh, beginning Thursday, March 10th, and culminating with the national championship game for both divisions uh, on Tuesday, March 15th. Uh, men's Division Two games would get underway on March 14th with 16 teams in the field and the National Championship of Division Two crowned on March 18th. Then you have 10 teams from Women's Division One that will start off on March 16th with the National Champion being held on Sunday, March 20th, 2022. And finally, 16 teams will compete for Women's Division Two championship 
between March 15th and March 19th. So the uh, 2022 ACHA National Championships will see more than 1,500 players from 78 teams across all five ACHA divisions competing in St. Louis for 113 games over 10 days. You're gonna get plenty. Of, you're gonna get plenty <sighs> of games in. You're gonna get plenty of games in over those ten days. You are too, my friend. Because if you think I'm gonna pull this up by myself like I did last year, it's not happening. Well, not we're gonna get. I, well, we're gonna get the, it much easier. Well, we're gonna get the Division One games in for sure. Uh, that'll be March 10th through the 15th, as we mentioned. The other divisions will will be some overlap, but uh, but yeah, there's there you go. And so let me let's. As you mentioned, the Centene Community Ice Center opened in September 2019, the practice facility of the St. Louis Blues, home of Lindenwood University, and uh, it's hosted by the St. Louis Sports Commission and the 2019 Stanley Cup champion, uh, St. Louis Blues. The games, if people want to watch the games, when that takes place, it'll be on hockey TV, and people can find out more about that when the tournament gets going. And there'll be a lot of the teams I know are starting to do their games on hockey TV, so people will get familiar with, with that source as a way to watch a lot of hockey but yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun looking forward to to being in st louis there and to to follow the teams and hopefully we have a, some of our teams from the wchl in uh, i'm sure we will well we'll have at least one there'll be one that for sure gets in there's not a bid yet That's right. whoever wins <laughs> no the bid. conference so that, we'll, by, we expect multiple is... teams and we <laughs> break it down we expect multiple teams from the wchl to to be in there for sure. we certainly do and right now the two-time defending champion is the Arizona Wildcats, so uh, watch out for them. We're going to break them down in just a little bit. And, folks, we can't go into detail because, A, we don't have a lot of details yet from a lot of the schools. We have some, um, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is to give you a little tidbit of uh, every university that we're going to be covering this season. Uh, My hope is once I make the rounds before the 1st of October, Stephen, we can have a two-night – a show a Wednesday and a Thursday where we can bring on all five coaches in the East and then all five coaches in the West, give them each about 10 minutes or so to talk about their programs and, uh, and get everybody just fired up for the October. Cause that's when it really, really gets going. I know there's some games going on in, in September now, but uh, October is when things really get fired well, up. For didn't real. you, didn't you say you saw some, was it hashtags or some, some t- text on tweets and Instagram posts saying, is it October yet? Yeah, that, that happened a lot uh, in September, the very first part of September, the first couple of days. Uh, people were saying, is it October yet? Because that's when the NHL obviously starts. That's when uh, the NCAA starts. And that's really, like I said, when ACHA action kicks in. Uh, a lot of the teams right now are arriving at their schools. They're getting ready. Uh, they're getting prepared. They're going through tryouts. Uh, we've seen a lot of teams announce rosters already. We've seen other teams go as far as announce their captain and leadership groups. Uh, so there's a bunch of uh, bunch of news out there. So I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to start right with the East. And let's start with Oklahoma and just see, uh, see what's going on uh, as far as uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. So if you've got some information about head coach and, and that type of stuff, Stephen, uh, throw it out in the meantime. I will, uh, I will do my best to interject what I know about Oklahoma. We don't know a lot because of the fact that they're, uh, they're, they're pretty quiet. They don't, they don't really get out there and say a whole lot. We just know that they're, uh, they're recruiting and they're getting started. Yeah, I'm just looking over their website, which has been newly uh, designed, so there's not a lot of uh, – they're obviously looking to update some stuff. I can tell you that their head coach is Austin Miller – and I'm not sure how long he's been there yet, but but uh, he's he's the coach of the team, and uh, 
they haven't really announced a roster yet. They haven't really announced any captains yet. All that sometimes is determined sooner than later. It just depends on if a team is going to keep the same captains as year before. Of course, it's been two years now, so some of those players are probably gone. And sometimes those aren't decided until the week before a game, so there's still some time for that to be decided. Um, there's a little bit about their schedule coming out. You know, their first game is going to be on September 24th and the 25th against Arkansas, and they're going to have um, games against Arkansas, uh, UCO, Wardoff. We've talked about their uh, Colorado State, Colorado, Missouri State, McKendry, Alabama, and we can go through the whole thing. But um, now here's here's an issue. This was a little article preview that was posted on their website. Uh, 573 days. Uh, that is uh, will have long it had been since the Sooners last played, and that's going to be the case for a lot of teams. It's I mean, if you think about that number, 573 days, and some will be a little bit longer um, since the teams have these a lot of these teams have played. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be great for for Oklahoma. Um, we'll we'll let, see. Let, let me Go tell ahead. you a few things that I know about Oklahoma, just uh, what I've gotten off of their uh, social media, their Twitter specifically. Um, I know they got T-shirts for sale, so if you want to get out and get yourself an Oklahoma <laughs> that's an, T-shirt. That's an important note. That's an important oh, note. That's a fundraiser. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I also want to know that they are working with their friends at Tulane, the Tulane Athletics, to uh, garner support and hurricane uh, relief efforts. So they have uh, some stuff on there. and uh, Basically, it's at Oklahoma Hockey. Um, if you want to get there or at OU hockey, I'm sorry, Oklahoma hockey at OU hockey on Twitter, get there for that. They have uh, their new website, as you mentioned, is now live, uh, at ouhockey.net. Uh, you get the season schedule, streaming information, COVID policies, all that good stuff. Um, they, uh, they do want to talk about their, uh, their, uh, former equipment manager, uh, apparently that, uh, has a new job with the Tulsa Oilers. So, See, even the equipment managers move up in ACHA uh, hockey. So lots of good stuff going on in Oklahoma. I, I can't wait to get there and meet uh, the coaching staff and everybody in person because, as you know, Chris Perry lives in Oklahoma City, and uh, he's told me nothing but good things about that program. Yeah, and, and you look at the – they had their scrimmage. Elias, you said a lot of these teams have had their scrimmage, and um, you can look at the – lineups for that but uh it was it was a good it's a good sign when you're seeing these these things take place but but yeah oklahoma's great obviously as you said chris perry lives in that area so uh, he knows about them obviously he knows about all these teams but of course he's he lives there so he's involved there but uh yeah it's uh it's just great and you see that yeah you look on their social media there's pictures and it's just uh there's highlights of the scrimmage um, they do their games on Black Dog Hockey, so people will be able to. That'll be another source for some teams' games, so people will get familiar with that as well. If they're not already, so it's it's. Uh, I think you about I think we about covered about Oklahoma, as you said. Uh, you write the stuff about Hurricane Ida relief, so they're 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 involved. They're involved. They're gonna uh, do whatever they can, which is great news because we know that's what hockey people do. Um, let's move on to one other uh, thing. Is there, as I said, I, I read from is, is there's a preview. Their their broadcaster whose name is Matt Bowling, and maybe we can get him on the show at some point. It just he obviously been following the doing the games with the team for a little bit, um, is over there in that school. And um, there's a breakdown of the schedule and, and all the teams they play and 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 the matchups and and you know the history with them or or 
whatever like that. So people can see that that is available on their website. So people can go way to get familiar with, with what they have ahead this season by that, uh, by that read on, on Oklahoma, So, okay. So let's jump over to central Oklahoma. And uh, if you're listening folks for the trivia question, it's coming up, uh, in a few short minutes, but, uh, I'll tell you this, uh, there's a hint in there when we talk UCO hockey about, uh, uh, about a way to win that trivia contest. They, they, they could be part of it. So just keep that in mind. Uh, UCO located in Edmond, Oklahoma, University of Central Oklahoma. Uh, fantastic program. Uh, you can find them at ucohockey.com. Uh, if you go to Broncos Hockey, at Broncos Hockey on Twitter, you'll find all their Twitter stuff. Same thing goes for them. They are building. They're continuing to get better and better and better. Um, University of Central Oklahoma founder and head coach Craig McAllister um, uh, was a fantastic, fantastic ambassador for that program. And there's a great Facebook uh, story up on him who uh, stepped on just a few years ago after leading them to a national tournament championship. So uh, great stuff uh, on Craig McAllister and um, uh, all kinds of good stuff that they've done. I mean, they just, that program is just sneaky good. And I don't mean that in any kind of a derogatory way. They are just sneaky good. They kind of slip under the radar. But when you play them, you know that you've played them in a weekend series. Yeah, they're going to be a tough team uh, for sure this season. And when we get more information on them, we'll pass it along. But uh, they're going to be, uh, as we said, as with the other teams in this in this league, it's going to be a tough battle. It's going to be uh, tough tough matchups all season long. And we'll look forward to following them as well. Absolutely. And, you know, they look at the rankings and you look at their webpage, they're, they're talking about rankings. They don't, they don't consider just winning the WCHL, uh, you know, a, a proud moment. It certainly is, but they look bigger, right? They want to win national championships. And that's why I've been saying all season, Stephen, and you know, I've, I've kind of driven you crazy with at nauseum with what I've said, but um, I think that this is going to be the very best, that we will see in ACHA D1 hockey from top to bottom. Now, don't start yelling at me, Rick Zombo or everybody else, because I know there are some teams that are very talented out there, but I also know that from number one to number 10, uh, they are going to be very, very solid all the way through, and don't sleep on any team in the WCHL this year because they are um, talented, they are deep, and uh Iron sharpens iron, as they say, Stephen. So the better teams are going to continue to bring the teams that are a little bit um, lesser level higher. And by the end of the season, you're going to see 10 really solid hockey teams um, for the uh, the teams in the WCHL. And uh, give us a rundown on, on Coach over there at Central Oklahoma if you have that. I don't at the moment. I, I was having a tough time finding I, stuff. I, I want to say it's, his last name is Rivera, and uh, my apologies, Coach. I haven't had a chance to meet you yet, but uh, we're working on it. But I, I, I can't remember the first name, so without guessing, I'm just going to say I believe it's Rivera is his, uh, his last name, and that's uh, from our good friend Chris Perry that uh, gave me that information. So we appreciate that. Um, okay, let's move on because this team – is one the only one that played last year in the NC in the WCHL and made it to the national tournament? And uh, you talk about a program on the rise. Nothing more on the rise than Missouri State Ice Bears. 
Yeah, and they have a captain named uh, Hunter Cooley. Assistant captains uh, Derek Smith, Jake Kapitsky, and Jacob uh, Weithap. Hope I said that right. Probably did not. But uh, they will hope to lead this uh, Missouri State team to another tournament. And as you mentioned, they're going to be kind of in a unique position because they had a chance to play last season some games and played in the tournament. And when the other teams in the WCHL did not. So that is going to be a very interesting um, thing to follow to see how that maybe gives them any sort of edge, uh, if it does, over other other teams in the WCHL. And uh, they they get started uh, later this month. In fact, their website, if you look at it. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be – well, I'm not at their home opener. I'm going to be at their second series. Okay. Well, they're going to – their first game is in nine days, ten minutes, and six seconds, five, four, <laughs> counting it down. But three, two – <laughs> okay, nine minutes, nine days, and ten minutes exactly. Now under that, but as it's counting down the seconds, so it's uh, it's it's exciting to have that. Um, they do have their roster announced, and they can, people can go online and look at that. And as we get to to know that more and in depth, we will definitely be following it. But as we mentioned, they also announced their uh, their captains, as I just mentioned. Um, they have a new uh, assistant coach, Josh Bell, who joins their. Their team, former player, former Josh player, and captain. Yep. So they'll bring some experience and some some knowledge to the team and help help that program uh, continue to help help them out and whatever. And of course, there's also some so a lot lot going on with this team, and uh, they will be a team to uh, look at as well as the other teams. But um, their schedule is going to be really nice. You know, they're going to be um, People here in Vegas will get to see them because they will make a trip to, to UNLV uh, this season. Of course, as we want to, we want to mention again, there's 10 teams in the WCHL. It's a good time to mention this. 10 teams in the WCHL. There's five in the East Division, which we're talking about right now. And then we're going we're gonna to go over the five in the West. Each team, each team in the divisions will play each other a home and a away series. And then that, – so that's, what, 18, 16. And then they're going to play a, another team in the opposing division uh, a series at home, and then they'll play another team series away. I hope I got that right. I, I think you we, do. Yep. I think it's, I do. Sounds uh, correct to me. And uh, you know, one of the things I'm going to shout out the Ice Bears on right now. You and I have talked, or at least I've can also beat this point to uh, a pulp uh, over the last 19 months is staying relevant. And I think the Ice Bears have been fantastic at keeping everybody informed at what they're doing, and they have a new social media intern, and uh, their website's busy. They're their uh, Twitter followers are uh, 3,300 plus. Um, they, uh, they're always putting something out there. They're getting people interested. Um, they're talking about uh, being on the radio uh, locally there in Springfield. And I'm thrilled to get there because, to be honest with you, I, I, can't, uh, I can't wait to see what that's all about. Everybody's told me about it, but I haven't experienced it yet. And hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing a live show from there. At least I'll be there live. Um, the other thing I want to shout out to Missouri State is they did a cute little thing. Uh, it, it was a fun project, they said, uh, but they laid out a map of the world uh, where their players and coaches. I saw call that. Home. That was it, really was cool. That, that cool? was that was cool. Yeah, and, and it's hard to believe that the western part of the United States doesn't have anybody on the Ice Bears roster. I'm going to make a prediction, Stephen. I'm going to say that changes in the next uh, two years. I think there's going to be some players from New Mexico, Arizona, California. Maybe even Nevada that get through oh, and get over to uh, Missouri State. That's because... gonna be 
they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sneak past the cracks of the western schools and they're gonna get snagged up by by Missouri State or one of those teams. Uh, that's my thought. I mean, I I may be way off, but but I'm predicting that because I think when people. It's start a Scott seeing... prediction. People, let's write that down. <laughs> Which back. means the opposite's going to happen. Stand back. <laughs> but, and by the way, betting gets legal here tomorrow. Oh, betting. you're ex- so, oh yeah. Stay, stay away from that. <laughs> Whatever you do, I'm just going to do the opposite. <laughs> Whatever I feel, I'm bet feel, the opposite. Bet the opposite. There you go. And then you're going to have tons of money. We'll we'll be able to travel the world this season. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so anyway, that's a good rundown on Missouri State. Jeremy Law, their head coach. Uh, Cliff Cook has been a great follower of ours. He's been on since. our show a couple of times. He's great. Yeah, so has Jeremy. He's been on once, and uh, we'd love right. to have him come back again. I'm hoping that they're going to make room for me so I can hop in there and uh, and do something live from Missouri well, State. And you saw them in person, of course, now. at the ACHA uh, tournament. I did. So. I did, yep. I uh, love the logo, love the colors, love the program. Love everything going on at Missouri State. So that's my plug for them. Let's move on because there's two more teams in the West we got to get to. We got to get to uh, Colorado and Colorado State. So if you want to jump in with Colorado, uh, take it away and tell me what you know from Colorado so far and head coach Benny Toller. Well, Colorado is kind of putting their stuff, um, their stuff together as well. Uh, they had some tryouts and some other. Um, you know, other tryout camps and everything like that. Let's see if I can get to it here. Folks, uh, this but, is live, by the way, so uh, <laughs> don't be live. too tough on us, okay? This is live. We're using, uh, <laughs> we're using, we're using a lot of different resources uh, I'll tell you right here. now, while you're looking through The that, roster I, is out, though. The roster yeah. is out. Well, you, and... While you're looking, just, just get yourself comfortable. I'll tell you <laughs> that uh, at CU Buffs Hockey is the uh, Twitter That's handle right. for the Colorado Buffaloes. Um they offer ACHA D1 and D2 programs based in that beautiful city of Boulder, Colorado. Uh, Benny and you've Toller, been, of course. And you've been there. The, I have. As have I. I've been there when, when I went on the road with UNLV, when I was doing stuff with them. I went on a trip with them and visited that facility, and it's a great place. I, I still remember how cold it was in the ice part of it, but, <laughs> uh, but you know. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I will tell you that they are going to open up this weekend Friday and Saturday night, uh, 7 p.m. at the rec center at uh, the University of Colorado. Uh, they're going to be playing Metro. But it's so, so cool because you – sorry, to, yeah, they're playing Metro and they're going to be in the rec center there, which is which is a great place. To, and as you as you come up the you, you, you come into it's on the it's on the school campus, which is great. A lot of some of these programs it's not on the on the campus, so they're right in there. You come up the. If I remember correctly, you come up a ramp. There, you got the football stadium in the in just before it. The iconic football the stadium. The iconic football hey, Kenny, stadium. Hey, Kenny, I can use iconic, and I'm talking about the CU Buffs <laughs> football stadium. <laughs> and and then you come, and there's the there's the uh, the rec center, and it's it's so great to have that right there at your rec center, and to have the games there. So it's uh, it's a great place, and. It's going and to as be you going. mentioned, they went through their roster. They put out their 2021-2022 roster, uh, D1 and D2. Um, so they're getting fired up for that. Uh, again, another thing of relevancy, once you keep your team out there, I give you just huge kudos because it was a tough thing to do. Trust me, uh, Stephen and I went through uh, 19 months of trying to figure out how we were going to do this. And uh, it, it was not an easy task, but we did it. We made it all the way through. We did. So 
we'll be rooting them on as uh, this Friday is our first home games, as you mentioned that. So we'll we'll be following along there. But you should move on because we've got more teams to get to. Yeah, I told you. I told you we're gonna have a hard time. Let's jump on. I still don't know if we're gonna fill the whole time, Scott. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna go. You just told me to move on. <laughs> well, okay. These other going, teams can only take uh, two, three minutes, and we'll still have 10, 15 minutes to fill. Oh, here we are uh, wasting time right now. We're moving on to the CSU Rams, the Colorado State Rams, and their new head coach. Um, again, I'm going to say Mr. Lambert. Don't have the first name. Do you have that for Colorado State? I didn't. I do not. I don't. I don't have that. In, no, I, I should have. Uh, my apologies, guys. I should have been a little bit more on the ball on this, but uh, we kind of threw this together last minute. What we were going to do with this, so. Um, uh, yeah, it's gonna uh, it's it's gonna be as you uh, if you want to talk a little bit about their schedule, I will try to track down the uh, the new head coach's name because I got it here. I just got to look for it. Well, they had some tryouts the last week. I don't know their their schedule yet. I don't I haven't seen their their schedule out yet. Uh, I believe though, they're, as they're going to be playing. Uh, of course, they'll play the other teams in the East, a so home and away series, and they'll play um, they'll play a West team home, and they'll play a West team away. I'm not sure how their full schedule shakes out, but um, they have a nice little play. Uh, they play at the uh, in Fort Collins, of course, where Colorado State is located, and they play at the it's called the Epic. What a nice name for a, a facility! Uh, Epic. Nice swimming pool there too. At the Dora nice Ice swim. Pool Center, yeah, in Fort <laughs> Collins. Uh, uh, I will tell you, their head coach is Camden Lambert. I should have known that. Camden, uh, Camden Lambert, there you go. Uh, he's That's... a former assistant at Jamestown, so you know what that brings. Um, competitiveness, feistiness. Uh, expect the Rams to, uh, to gel together and become a very formidable opponent for nearly everybody in the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League by the time uh, things are all said and done. So um, we'll get more to you on Colorado State over the next couple of weeks as I get a chance to get over there and meet Coach Lambert and see what they're doing and and uh, speak with the captains and some of that good stuff. So that we will get taken care of down the road. In the meantime, let's take a quick break, Stephen. Let's come back and uh, let's jump into our trivia question and then we'll jump into the Western part of the WCHL. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs. 
I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, we're back. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from a very warm, balmy. Let's let's just say it. It's a hot night. Sizzling September, <laughs> Scott. Sizzling September. Yeah, you beat me to it. Uh, in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, my co-host, as you just heard, Stephen Marsh from Sizzling Hot Las Vegas, Nevada. And it's time for a Sizzling September Summer Skates trivia question. All right, folks. If you're listening, you know what to do, right? You listen. You answer, and you answer by putting it on the chat code or the chat uh, bar, however we call that, on the Podbean app. So here it is. The question by my own Stephen Marsh. Uh, Since 2010, how many teams in the Western Collegiate Hockey League have won the ACHA Division I National Championship? That's the first part. How many were three? And bonus points if you can name the schools and the year. Uh, so that's it. Since 2010, how many teams in the Western Collegiate Hockey League have won the ACHA Division I National Championship? Uh, we need the total, and we need the teams, if you can, list them for us, and you've got a Summer Skates prize back coming your way. Okay, in the meantime, let's start with the uh, the West. We got through the East. Uh, let's start with the Arizona Wildcats, a two-time defending champion Western Collegiate Hockey League champions that weren't able to play at all last year. They were not, but they are ready to play this year as Chad Berman's ready to lead these Wildcats and hopefully for a three-peat in the WCHL. Uh, as you're right, they are the, the two-time champion, as that commercial uh, that we heard before the break coming back uh, says. And they are a tough team. They are a really good team. And, they, yeah, they lost some players, but the recruiting the recruiting cycle continues and they've gotten some some good players uh, coming in but let me tell you about a couple of players that are coming back for them that's really going to help their team you got uh, Max Mayer uh, returning for his fifth year 
and he has uh, 22 goals, 39 assists, and 107 games played with the Wildcats. So um, then a three-time Cactus Cup champion and a two-time WCHL champion. So that's going to be a big uh, addition, not an addition, but a big uh, return uh, for Arizona. And, of course, another returner coming for his fifth year is, again, teams were able to have an extra year of eligibility, is a, a goaltender who's pretty good in net, Nolan Bivolik. Uh, played 30 games for Arizona, 1.95 goals against average, 0.922 save percentage. Um, that's one thing Arizona has really good the last few years is good goaltending with, with Churro and Bivolik. I, I believe Churro's moving on, or is he coming back too? I can't remember. But no, Churro will be back as well. Churro's back as well, so that's that's right. So it's going to be uh, going to be another tough tough battle for the offensive for the opposing teams trying to get the puck in the net because of these whether it's uh, Churro in net or Bavolik in net, and that strong defense that Arizona can present, uh, Arizona's probably the favorite, as they probably should be, as they're the, they're the two-time champs. So they are uh, certainly going to be, um, and I sure I, I know Paul Hornstein loves to hear how well we're talking about Arizona Wildcats, but uh, but that's but <laughs> well, that's okay. Me, this isn't me, his show. This is well, this is our show, so that's yeah. okay. <laughs> so let me tell you about Arizona hockey. As many know, they don't get. Uh, early ice very often. Uh, lots of times they come up to uh, the Phoenix Metro area to get some ice time. So they have been working out. I've uh, always in, said, in Scott, the they can room. just come to Vegas because there's plenty of ice here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a bit for a road trip, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so they've done a great job of, uh, of again, staying relevant. Uh, season tickets went on sale September 7th, so yesterday, so you can get that probably the best entertainment value in Tucson. Uh, you won't want to miss it. It's uh, excitement like no other when you get inside the TCC for a uh, a visit uh, from any team because Arizona um, will treat them very well off the ice. But uh, once they get on the ice, look out. They will, uh, they will deliver a punch, and you better be ready for it. They also have uh, and are very proud of their alumni, and they will have uh, Jeremy Gold's Jersey retired Retirement Weekend coming up uh, in February, I believe. So... That's uh, something to look forward to from from Arizona. As for Arizona State, the best kept secret in the West, Stephen. Uh, I live here. I know nothing. Uh, can you tell us anything about Coach uh, Tate Green's team at Arizona State University? And that's it on Arizona State Walk or Arizona State. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man, I can see Paul Hornstein coming through the lines right now to get you after that slip up. <laughs> no, no I, there's just not a lot on them right now, and, and that's okay, I guess. But, um, you know, they're, they're going to be uh, another team that's Let, let me tell you two things that I know about Arizona State. Number one, they never have problem fielding a team because they have more people trying out to play hockey at Arizona State than anywhere else probably in the country. When you talk about NCAA, you talk about women's D1, D2, D3. Uh, you talk about all of them. Uh, they have they, the other like two years ago, they had 128 players try out. Uh, I don't even know how you do that, but they they managed to get it done. The other thing I'll tell you is their uh, goaltender from the last three four years, Bronson Moore, stepped up last year to help out the NCAA team at Arizona State, and uh, we had Coach Powers on last night from the NCAA program at Arizona state. And uh, he said he offered uh, Bronson the opportunity to come back and play this year. And Bronson decided, yeah, he was going to hang around for one more year and, and be the, uh, the, 
third string goalie, but Coach Powers said, hey, if I have to go to him, I'm not a bit nervous at all because the kid can play. So there again, one more example of an ACHA player moving up and playing NCAA hockey or higher. Let, let me tell you who should be uh, sending some thank you cards to Greg Powers. Uh, UNLV coaches Nick Raboni and Anthony Vigneri Green of GCU, <laughs> Utah, Arizona, UCO, Oklahoma, all the, uh, the Colorado schools, any other team that they're going to play this year. They should always be sending thank you cards to Greg Powers that he's letting Bronson Moore going to stay with the NCAA program and not have to be on the a the ACHA program because um, even when Arizona was State was struggling a couple he? of seasons ago, or he was he was great and he's great in net every time and I can see why that uh, Arizona State uh, Greg Powers and 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 the team over there are wanting to have him along and and you're right he got an opportunity to to play last season in some games Arizona State in the in the COVID season and he did did he was able to hold his own so he'll hopefully yeah and get Coach some Powers said that to season. us last night he said hey this isn't a charity spot. He, he's a quality player that uh, we saw uh, what he could do last year, and we thought he deserved the opportunity if he wanted to. So uh, Coach Powers reached out, and Bronson agreed, and he's now wearing number one for the NCAA team uh, at Arizona State University. So, Okay, so that's uh, what we know so far. We'll know more, I'm sure, as they get going in their season. Uh, let's move on across the, state, uh, across the city of Phoenix to uh, – um, Grand Canyon University, where they are on the ice doing tryouts right now. I'll get over there tomorrow to get some pictures, but uh, Danny Roy just became a new father, and, man, he's got four teams of players battling for spots on the D1, D2, D3 rosters at Grand Canyon. So what do you know about Grand Canyon, and what do you suspect is going to happen over there? Well, I just want to talk about it from a whole because you mentioned Arizona State, and much as we didn't joke, we didn't know much going on. You're right with the, with the different programs they have there, um, and being able to have so many players try it out like they did a couple of years ago, Arizona State, and then to be able to field three teams. You got the, the NCA program, but then you also, as you mentioned, you got the ACHA programs, at Division One and Two. You got the women's side of things, which which we'll talk about at some point. But it's just a it's just amazing that there's so much uh, talent or so many spots for for teams, and that they're able to field all those teams and have a team at each of those levels. So that's just impressive. Grand Canyon's a similar way. They've got, uh, they've got what, three divisions, or at least two divisions, three divisions of hockey, division one, division two, division three. Um, Correct. So it's, yeah, so it's, it's great. And they're, they're getting ready too. They have their uh, club fair uh, today, I believe. Yeah. And that's one they have I, their, right now, I believe, uh, but they're, they've been on the ice. Tryout today. Camps are, their tryout camps are going on right now. Yep. Tomorrow, uh, they have Friday, some more, I believe. Tomorrow, tomorrow, and um, they have the teams for that, and and they're getting ready. Of course, Danny Roy was busy the last couple of summers and last couple of years getting the team together. As this is going to be their first season in the WCHL, we should mention that they're a newcomer, along with uh, a couple teams we're still to talk about with UNLV and Utah. So, um, Grand Canyon still a fairly new program in the Division One level. But certainly a team that is going to be um, a team that's going to look to create some uh, problems for other teams, and they're not. It's not going to be an easy out, and 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 they might be a team that can compete for sure for uh, one of the top spots in the in the league. Um, if not, they're going to make it very difficult for the other teams to beat them. Um, and I think with the players that they've amassed, that it's going to be uh, a tough 
a tough battle uh, for Grand Canyon against whoever they play. It's going to be a, a good matchup, and and I, I'm looking forward to seeing them uh, play. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing all of our teams today, but I'm really I'm really intrigued and excited to see how Grand Canyon does. I love the the leadership that Danny Roy pre- presents for that team and for the program, and I just can't wait to see what what kind of season they have. And and even if they don't win as much as they would like to win, I think it's still going to be a, a fun season. So the fans that are listening to this, that are Grand Canyon fans, get out to their home rink in in. Peoria, right? Arizona Ice. Uh, no, and... they, they play at oh, no, AZ, sorry. AZ they play Ice Arcadia. Ice, Arcadia. Sorry, you guys. So, <laughs> so many, Phoenix. so many right different, <laughs> so many, so many different ice rinks there. We're we're going to be in an ice rink next week in Arizona. I got to remember where that's at, but make sure okay. I don't get lost when I get there. But uh, yeah, it's just. But yeah, okay, so, so anyways, let's okay. Yeah, let me let me quickly say one thing about Grand Canyon, then I want to repeat that trivia question one more time because we still don't have a winner. Um, we will uh, we'll get to that in just a second, but I think uh, from Grand Canyon, they are probably um, we know that that Arizona State is unknown. We just don't know anything about much of their roster or anything. Um, but Grand Canyon, uh, people have seen who they've recruited. Other coaches have seen who they've recruited, and their eyes are open to the fact that Danny Roy could be putting together a really good hockey team uh, that could surprise a lot of teams if you're not ready to play Grand Canyon every single time you face them. So uh, that's my shout out to Grand Canyon tonight. Here's a trivia question one more time, folks. Since 2010, how many teams in the Western Collegiate Hockey League have won the ACHA Division I National Championship? There's a number we're looking for, and if you can throw in the the teams that did it and when they did it, that's a bonus. So uh, easy one. If you you cover the – look at the WCHL at all since 2010, uh, those will jump right out at you. And uh, you'll certainly be able to figure that out. So go ahead and put it on the. Hey, uh, hey, hey the that took that account. took some uh, that took some hard <laughs> thinking and laboring putting that question together. Don't just say that it's easy. Okay, uh, Stephen says it's not that easy. I guess it was just easy for me then. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I gave because I I said it to you so you could prove it and you got the answer right away. You I should have you didn't have to go searching for it. I texted you I, the answer. So you, I knew that. I knew who those teams were for crying I, out loud. I I, I do. <laughs> okay. No, it's uh, I, all joking aside. It's a question that's it, one does a little bit of research on the internet. They'll be able to come up with uh, with pretty fast. But uh, so, okay, let's move on. We got two more teams to cover. Both newcomers. The last three: Grand Canyon, Utah, and UNLV are all newcomers to the WCHL. Officially, should have been in there last year, but they didn't get to play any games. So this year, they become the first full season of game action in the WCHL. Next up, Utah. Tell us what Morgan Feeney and the guys have up going on Utah. Well, with Utah, again, another team that's similar to Grand Canyon, I guess, is they're trying to uh, really assert themselves as a, as a team that can really compete in the WCHL. As you said, this is also their first season in the WCHL. So it's going to be a really um, – intriguing team to watch as well. They've, they have brought in a lot of players and we've talked about some of them over the last months or so and a, a master coaching staff. And um, as you said, Morgan Feeney, uh, the head coach fairly new with them and, and looking to, to really give themselves a, an edge. Uh, certainly they have a, a, 
a good home ice advantage there playing at the Salt Lake Sports Complex there where they have the Olympic-sized ice, a little bit of an altitude factor. It's a tough place to play when other teams come in there. Arizona's first game of the season is going to be against Utah, so it's going to be I'll uh, be there. Tough... I will be there. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, even so... more reason to, to follow the Scott's going to be in the building, so even more more reason to, uh, to, to, you, to follow along. You got along. yourself a handful with uh, UNLV in Illinois, by the way, so – that weekend's going to be big for you. Um, yeah, and I got a midnight game too in the later yeah. this, uh, in October too. So I'm, I love it. I'm going to be testing you on that. I'm not, one. A, I'm, I'm not a night person, so I. That's what I mean. To, uh... We're going to be testing you on that one. Uh, so at Skating Utes, S K A T I N U T E S is how you find them on Twitter. UtahHockey.com is their website. Check it out. Lots of stuff going on. I know Stephen found something today that's. Uh, going to be happening um coming up on the 15th of september tell us about it steven you know what i'm talking about get your guac on you're right there it is okay uh guac on with utah hockey september 15th at chipotle on uh, 734 east and 400 south uh guessing in the salt lake area from 4 to 8 p.m um, you can also order online from 4 to 8 p.m. for pickup using the code PX94XQ8. And 33% of the proceeds will go to Utah Hockey. So a good way to feed yourself who doesn't like a little Chipotle uh, burrito or whatever you can get at Chipotle, uh, a bowl or whatever. And uh, you can help Utah Hockey out if you're in the Utah area, and specifically up in the, I'm sure it's the Salt Lake area. So make sure you... Do that in uh, September 15th. So that is, uh, I believe, a week from today. Yes. Okay. Next and then Wednesday. we also throw out uh, in the relevancy part of it, they just finished up their golf tournament. Uh, and uh, from everything that I've heard anyway, it was a, a huge success. Uh, again, 11th year of the uh, Utah Hockey uh, Fundraiser Golf Tournament. They also had their uh, tickets on sale, have had for uh, the past week or so. And, of course, the uh, men's and women's Division One schedules have been released, so you can find all of that out either on their Twitter page or by going uh, directly to utahhockey.com. Uh, do not sleep on the Utes either, Stephen, because no, don't team that is on the rise. And as you mentioned, that big ice sheet up there is uh, something that usually presents a few problems, at least the opening period or two of a weekend series. Yeah, and they have a Division II team and a women's uh, Division I team. So they've got uh, a few teams up there that will be playing this season. And as you mentioned, uh, it's kind of a joke about it, but then I remembered the midnight game that UNLV actually will play here next month to start the season, well, the second week of the season, will be against Utah. So Utah is going to have their first two games at home against Arizona, and then they come here the following weekend for their first road game of the season. And how about this for a first road game of a midnight game in Las Vegas. So uh, that ought to be a lot of fun for, for them. And I'm sure they're looking forward to that. And I, know I was going to say is... only in Vegas, but we know that's not true. It happens in Liberty too. <laughs> yeah. The idea, the, the idea came from, from Liberty, although there is a history of midnight games in Vegas with the ECHL team that we had here. And they were famous for doing a midnight game every year. Actually it was so they liked it so much. They did two midnight games in, in a year at some point, but, uh, but yeah, UNLV's, looking to do it. They were going to do it last season with, with Arizona state. And that obviously didn't take place with, with the season not taking place, but this season they're going to do it and it's going to be against Utah. So it'll be great for, for the Utes to be on uh, as part of that. And uh, 
and it should be great. I mean, having a game at midnight, it's it's certainly yeah, not an only in Vegas thing, but a Vegas thing. If if you're if, if, if you've got a if, team if in Vegas culture, and you can do Vegas, it, right? It fits if you the can do it, if, yes, there you go. It fits the culture. Yes, absolutely. At midnight, you know, this is a 24-hour town, and and you know, except it's, for you, for you, it's a pretty much a daylight town. <laughs> yes yes okay. absolutely Day- uh, okay one, town. More, one more time before we get to our last team and certainly not least the unlv rebels uh, i want to read the question one more time because maybe somebody just hasn't caught it or come on people you know this is a, a pair of summer skates that's 39 bucks on a koozie there's another dozen so we're talking 51 dollar prize pack here um since 2010 how many teams in the western collegiate hockey league have won the ACHA Division I National Championship. That's in the past 11 years, um, or 12 years, I guess, when we get to this year. Um, but uh, give us a number. If you can give us the names and the years of the teams that did it, uh, those are bonus points. So I still think the WCHL this year is going to be the best ACHA, ACHA Division I uh, conference, top to bottom, when it's all said and done. Stephen Marsh, take it away with your hometown UNLV Rebels. See, maybe it's such a tough question, Scott. No one's been able to come up with the correct answer yet on the chat. So maybe it's not so easy as you think it is. We didn't get a winner last night either, by the way. So we're going to be loading things up at the end of this uh, end of this uh, month, I think. That or we just need some more listeners listening to us live. Um, so that way, if that's the only way to win, then they have to be listening to uh, us last live. Last night, though, I said, because we didn't have a winner, and this is me the same way tonight, if we don't have a winner, you can you can tweet it to me. At, uh, and I'll tell you there where you to go. tweet it at the end of the show. Last night it was at College Hockey SW uh, to uh, tweet the answer. And tonight, of course, it'll be at our ACHA under or ITHSW underscore ACHA. Or I have that back. And that's a- ACHA underscore ITHSW. Folks, excuse him. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I'm gonna apologize for Scott because he's, he's he manages five Twitter accounts. I think Six. plus plus I think he's got a personal one too. Six plus so, my own, seven total now. So he's got seven <laughs> Twitter accounts. So well, excuse him if he miss miss. Uh, and I want ten thousand followers, Stephen, on every account. I want ten thousand on every account. All right, take it away and tell us what you and LV. Yeah, I mean UNLV. <laughs> that's the team I should know most most about. Being that I'm here and and I do and I and I do I kid, but they they had their scrimmage last week and UNLV again is a really good program. It's got great leadership with the head coach Anthony Vigneri Greener, Nick Raboni, which is this is now their I think sixth or seventh season together now, and they are going to uh, be again a team that's it, since they've made the jump to Division One, which has been a few seasons now this will be their i think fifth season at division one um they've made the tournament every every year and they've won a game in each of those years too um before losing the second game so um they they're a team that's that does well and they have great great players and not this season's no exception just a couple of thoughts from the scrimmage that i saw last friday um the there's a couple of John. There's a Johnson brothers on there that are going to be pretty strong. Um, Paxton Malone is still on the team. He's a returning player. He he's able to score some goals. He's he's led the team in goals in the past. So he's another player that should be great. Of course, they've got their captain Jared Erickson, which who was named uh, a few weeks ago, and he's going to be great uh, a leader for this team. And uh, we had him on the show 
too. People can go back and find that episode. It was a great discussion with him, and and I, I think he's going to be a great great leader for them. Not they might have said it. I just don't recall. I'm going to try to get out to one of their practices next couple of weeks. But if they have assistant uh, captains yet, I don't think that's out there yet. And that's probably still be determined. Is there? They just had their camp too with uh, Kenny McCutton, who uh, was in Vegas, of course, last week tra- uh, uh, training them. And and we got a nice Sunday or. We got a nice uh, uh, M Drive What, what Drives you? special up on uh, our YouTube uh, channel at Ice Time Hockey SW. And, and people could go back to the last week's podcast, and we had Kenny McCutting on. Cutting on, so I, said, I did what you did. I think when you did the the That's what drives you, you, I'm Kenny, telling you, Kenny, Kenny McCutting, and then you said, <laughs> <laughs> "I just did it here." <laughs> so I, uh, so yeah, it's uh, UNLV is going to have a great season. Their season starts on October first against uh, Illinois at uh, or Illinois, excuse me, at uh, City National Arena, and uh, they have a lot of home games uh, early home on in the games? season. They have home games, and they got great competitive games. Uh, they're going to be making that trip, as we kind of alluded to, out to uh, the East Coast to play Liberty, um, which is going to be a real challenge for them. Uh, and they're looking for that. I think, uh, Stephen, if if I can say and what I one see, of those games is at midnight, I believe too. So believe they're going to so. play the midnight game, midnight game here in Vegas, and then they're going to go to Liberty and 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 host and and that'll be a three-hour time difference. Their midnight game. <laughs> So that'll be yeah, like a nine o'clock game difference. for them. So a nine o'clock for you and OB, So that shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> anyway, I, I I kid, but uh, one of the teams, probably the team that's kept themselves most relevant in the WCHL throughout the pandemic, has been UNLV. They just have not let anything die. You can see they have aspirations of of moving up to the next level. A lot like Lindenwood, they want to win a national championship at the ACHAD one level, and then they want to use that and propel themselves to hopefully an NCAA spot. So it's out there. People know what they're trying to do. People know what they want to do. And uh, I, I think they're going to get it done. I really do. I, it's going to be a battle this year to win that tournament away from Lindenwood because playing in their own barn with the motivation that they have of uh, moving up next year, um, it's going to be a battle. But you never say never, right? you got, you got to win the toughest hockey tournament in all of hockey. Yes, and UNLV's goal every year seems to get higher and higher. You know, they, as we've talked about, they're an established team now. They, they have good enough t- talent to make the tournament, and they do just about every year now. Now they're going to have a new goal that they can go for, and that's to win a WCHL title. And I think having them join this league too, in addition to the newer the new teams, Grand Canyon, Utah, who we've mentioned that are joining. It's going to give UNLV a, uh, something to play for in the regular season. The, the teams that they're playing are teams they had been playing for the most part. I mean, Central Oklahoma and Missouri State might be new teams to them now that they're going to be playing them every so often in the WCHL conference schedule. But they're going to play – they play Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Grand Canyon, and all those teams already. And so it's just a matter now that those games are going to have much more significance – because they're league games and they're conference games, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be important even more so than they already were, if that was even possible. And it's going to yeah, be and- uh, it's going to be fun. And and UNLV has a tough home ice advantage too. I mean, first of all, it's Vegas, and the other thing is big crowds, as uh, is hopefully will be the case, and I'm sure it will be the case. Um, you know, we were the play for Shea thing, and 
there was a big crowd for that. And if even UNLV gets 75% or 80% of the type of crowd that was there for that night, it's going to be a really raucous atmosphere for UNLV. And they're really making the push, putting out there people can get tickets. And, and the content is, is really top-notch for, for UNLV now with the people they've got um, – putting that out and the videos well, they're putting together. It's very me, professionally done now and it's 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 gonna it's gonna help them on that aspect and hopefully that'll get people to come to the games and, and it'll help promote the team and, and do well and but but the as for the talent on the ice, they've got to perform and I think they are gonna be ready. And as you as we talked with Kenny McCudden, he said that if and it was just the third day first day out on the ice when we had talked with him, he said that if if they would have went out and played a game, they probably would have won so yeah imagine what it's gonna be like after after three or four weeks of practicing before that first game illinois university of illinois is gonna have to be ready because UNLV is gonna they're gonna be gearing to go especially as what's as they haven't had a chance to play and they've been itching to get out on the ice i know all the teams did but i know UNLV was one that really really wants to be out there and 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 have a chance this season after not getting to play last season and the big thing and i'll wrap it up on this one is um, UNLV now being in a conference like the WCHL has a chance to capture a championship, a trophy, play for a trophy, play for an automatic bid, uh, play for, a you know, an easier route in the national tournament. So, um, there's so much to play for. You hit it right on the head. Uh, I think we did a fantastic job of just giving you some tidbits. Hopefully you're going to keep tuning in every Wednesday to get more and more because we love covering the Western Collegiate Hockey League as part of our ACHA Division One coverage. We also have the ACHA Division One Women's Conference as well. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But um, that's what's happening right now. One more time on the trivia question. We still don't have a winner. If we don't have a winner by the time we go off the air here in a couple minutes, we will allow you to tweet it to us at ACHA underscore ITHSW. And uh, once again, the question is, since 2010, how many teams in the Western Collegiate Hockey League have won the ACHA Division I National Championship? Uh, there's a number and uh, in the last 11, 12 years. And um, if you can throw and out we've the mentioned names, both of those teams. We've, we've mentioned – we've kind oh, of mentioned of we it. Uh, the pieces sure. the pieces have been kind of mentioned. Yeah, the teams yeah, that, absolutely that did have. it, we've mentioned. And, uh, and I'll give you another hint oh, just to make it a little easier. Here comes another hint. Um, it's happened in the last seven years. Fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> all right. Very well done. Away. Make it as easy, make it easier and easier for these for people uh, because you know somebody may not have, be able to look it up on a computer, so maybe they can they can guess yeah, and, they can put Mr., the pieces together and, and from Mr., our. We weren't going to have enough time to fill the show. We're already six minutes long, so uh, give give us your read and let's say goodnight. Yeah, we we didn't get we didn't fill the time, so. <laughs> Clow Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's a new phone for yourself or a child's first phone, go to boostmobile.com and click on deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment, wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to rebelhockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. By OxyPal, the all-natural way to take the funk out of your sports equipment or your office at oxypow.com. 
Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, just minutes from Allegiant Stadium. Big game on Monday night there. Why not get a pregame meal there? Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, summer's here, and the ice is going to need some help. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. The University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And we want to mention that M-Drive is also the sponsor of our What Drives You specials. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. Visit us at behindthemask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Okay, I've always wanted to try this. We're going to try this real quick. Alexa, turn on your ITHSW podcast. Playing Sparkles. Oh, that's not. <laughs> Good try. Good try. Maybe you should do that off the air first. <laughs> okay. Uh, live broadcast, folks. I love it. We'll say goodnight to everybody uh, from, from the Summer Alexa, State Studios uh, with a little De Niro from Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. And uh, tune in again next week for another great episode of Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everyone.